0: Hello and welcome to this Life Changes podcast. You are now listening to one of our Sunday messages. If you'd like to know more about Life Changes, you can visit us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Now lean in and enjoy. How's everyone this morning? It's the start of 2020. There you go. There you go. Everyone's bright-eyed and cheery. Uh, Christmas has come and gone. Uh, we've uh, roasted the gammons, we've basted the gammons. If some of us look in the mirror, we look like gammons, but that's fine. That's fine. No, no. When Kevin met me this morning, he said, "You must be married because you fold out a bit." So I'm like, "What does that mean, Kevin?" But that's fine. Um, but it's so great uh, to preach this morning. It's an absolute privilege for those of you who don't know me. My name is Michael, and I am the care pastor here in the life of the church. And it really is just a phenomenal. Uh, a uh, privilege to share with you this morning. And, you know, at the start of the year, you see all these posts on Instagram, you see all these posts on Facebook of 2020 resolutions. Like, new year, new me. Hashtag blessed. Too blessed to stress. 2020 is the year of the athlete. Uh, so was every other year. But that's fine. Who's counting? It's okay. Um, you see other things like live life to the full. This is the year that I'm going to take the bull by the horns, or let's be limitless. And you see all these different um, captions, you see all these different resolutions, because everyone, I believe, at the beginning of a year has a dream and ambition for that year, that you want to reach your goals, you want to make a mark on that year, you want it to be a joyous year, full of prosperity and full of fruit. And sometimes the year doesn't always pan out that way. Maybe 2019 wasn't the best year. And you're saying, no, this is the year where things are going to turn around. This is the year where I'm going to read my Bible. or This is the year when my financial situation is going to come right. And we have all these dreams for the year. But I want to start off with this character called Jabez in the Bible. And it's a character that not a lot of us may know. um, But I believe that this story today will give us hope and courage for the year ahead because I can promise you that we can have all the New Year's resolutions we want, but without God, we won't bear fruit and we won't accomplish what we want to. So we're going to look at uh, the, a verse in 1 Chronicles 4, 9 to 10, and I'm going to give you a little time to find it because just you need to blow off the dust of this part of your Bible because I had to. and um, So a little bit of context here. In this passage of Scripture, we look at the genealogy of the clans of Judah. And why that's important is we eventually see that Jesus was from the tribe of Judah. But all this nine chapters is, it's just a bunch of names. So I will completely forgive you for skipping past it completely. And it's a bunch of Hebrew names, so I won't read it because it will just sound like I have a bad case of phlegm. So, But in the middle of all this, we see this character called Jabez. And it's so important because this is the first and only time where Ezra, who is writing this, stops and says something about who this character is, who this man is. And I believe this morning, if we receive it, there's something that each and every one of us can learn from this man named Jabez. So let's read together. In 1 Chronicles 4, 9 to 10, it says this. Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named him Jabez saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, "Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me free from harm, so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. Can we pray? Lord, I thank you that you are with us this morning. I thank you that your presence is here. Father, I pray that we open our hearts to what you have to say to us this morning, Lord. I pray that we realize that you are good and gracious and glorious Father who wants to bestow blessings on his sons and daughters. I pray that we listen attentively, Lord, and that Spirit, you speak to us now. Amen. Can you turn to your neighbor and say, you are hashtag blessed. Turn to someone, you are hashtag blessed. There we go, there we go. It's good to have fun in church. So, what we learn about this character is that he is just an ordinary guy, and that's probably why I like him so much. There's nothing too special about him. He's probably an insurance broker with like 2.4 kids, the white picket fence, supports Liverpool. Finally, they're going to win the title. So, things are good in his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. There we go. Shots fired. But there isn't anything special about this guy. He isn't a king. He isn't a conqueror. He isn't one of the patriarchs of faith like Abraham. But there's something special that it says from the offset. He says Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. Now, why this is so strange is that his name was called Pain. And so this is quite a interesting thing because in the Hebrew culture, your name would determine your life. So your name, if it was pain, it would determine how he would live out the rest of his days. There would be this mantle of sorrow and pain hanging over his life. There would be this label placed upon him, and he could not get free from it. So I'm not too sure why his mother named it that. Maybe the childbirth was um, uh, painful. Maybe there was emotional pain, but he couldn't get free from this label. And I believe that sometimes there will be circumstances in our life which bring pain, which bring sorrow, which bring hurt during the year. But I can tell you that God is greater than those circumstances, that your circumstances do not determine the future you walk into. And so we see from Jabez that he is called pain. And this is so significant because it would determine how he would live out his life. So maybe 2019 was a great year for some of you, but maybe for others it wasn't. And we have all these dreams and aspirations for 2020. And we have all these plans. And we we come up with these amazing plans of how we're going to maybe get the goal we want. How are we going to get that car or buy that house or achieve in, in your workplace? And these are good things to do. Goals are good. Aspirations are good. But I can promise you that they fall short of God and his plans for your life. So where we see Jabez is that no matter your circumstances, no matter your limitations, no matter what hurt or uh, loss you have experienced, God is greater and he has a glorious future for you. See, we see in Jabez that he was called pain, but at the end of it, God granted his request and then he was turned into blessing. So God changes our stories and changes our future. And this brings me to my first point is it started with a big request. In the year 2020, can I implore you guys, can I ask that we ask big things of God. That we will be a people who cry out to Him. We will be a people who ask of Him. We will be a people that speak to Him continuously. Because I promise you that God hears you, God sees you, and He will bring you into a glorious future. See, when I uh, first read this, I thought it was actually quite selfish of Jabez to ask that he would be blessed. I'm like, isn't that a selfish thing to ask? There's so many things you could pray for. There's so many people you could pray for. There's the fires in Australia. There's poverty. There's uh, homelessness. There's all these things that you could pray for. Why would you pray for yourself? Isn't that just a little bit selfish? Maybe I'm the only one who thinks that way. But can I tell you that God wants to bless you? That if you are a son and daughter of him, he wants to bless you in your life. And the reason is because when he blesses you, it shows that his power, his grace, and his provision lives in your life. It overflows in your life. So that when we rely on him and when we ask for blessing, we are saying that we are wholly dependent on who he is for us. That is not by our own provision, not by our own ability, not by our own resources, but completely by who God is. So God wants to be in every moment of your life. And the word blessing actually means a supernatural favor. Will we be a people who are supernaturally favored by God? Can you say that about your life? I am supernaturally favored by the God of heavens and earth. And I want to say that of myself one day. I want to say that I have asked for blessing. I have cried out to him and I am supernaturally favored because I am a son of God. So can I tell you this morning that when God blesses us, we're not asking for more of what we can get ourselves. So we're not asking for more things or financial prosperity. We're asking for a touch of heaven on earth. See, because if it was something that we could get ourselves, it wouldn't be a blessing from God. And so often we have this small idea of what it means to be blessed. We use this word so liberally, too blessed to be stressed. Bless you when someone sneezes. We say it a bit more vigorously during hay fever season. But we use this word so often that it's become so watered down in our society. But can I tell you that God has something so much more, so much bigger for you and for your life this year. See, when we ask God to bless us, we are putting complete control into his hands. Because the thing that strikes me about Jabez is that he didn't ask what the blessing would be. He just told God, bless me indeed. And he left the rest in God's hands. He left everything else in his control because God is sovereign, God is in control, and God is mighty and powerful. And he has good plans for his people. So he didn't uh, make plans. He didn't ask God for something specific. because I can tell you, it would be much smaller than what God had for him. If we want to see miracles in our life, then we need to receive the power and grace that God has for us. That's the truth of it. If we want to see miracles, and I hope each and every one of us do, we have to receive blessing from God so that power and grace flows through our life every day in every moment. See Jabez had this massive request to be blessed in his life that his name would change from sorrow to blessing that his circumstances will change into freedom and hope but he couldn't do this without a larger vision see Jabez wasn't focused on himself he was focused on God when we live with eternity in mind i promise you that the power of heaven comes down on earth see Jabez prayed this prayer, enlarge my territory. And what that meant was, is he wanted God's territory to reign on earth. In that uh, time, Joshua was going to uh, take the land of Canaan. And he was going to uh, take the people out. And so the Israelites would take land for God. And so what Jabez was praying here is that, God, I want to see your enemies taken out of the territory so that I can take it for your kingdom. So that when we pray for blessings, it's not just for ourselves, but it's for people to encounter the God that will reign in their lives, the God that will bring grace, the God that will bring love, the God that will bring hope and freedom. So for your life, this, sorry, for your year 2020, will you pray that God will enlarge your territory? your business places, will you pray that God will enlarge your territory in your business? Will you pray that God will enlarge your territory in your family? Will you pray that God will enlarge your territory wherever you may step? It is good to pray for blessing in your business. It is good to pray for blessing in your family because God wants to access that space. God wants to use you where he placed you. It wasn't a mistake. It wasn't an accident. He wants to use your business for his purposes, for his kingdom. When we do work God's way, his grace will overflow in that space. See, God promises us, when we pray that prayer, enlarge my territory, God will be with us. It says this in Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am always with you to the very end of the age. See, Christ goes before us and he goes ahead of us and he makes a way it's not by our own strength or by our own abilities but completely by his grace and his supernatural p- provision in our lives our god specializes through wor- in working through normal people for extraordinary circumstances our god specializes in working through normal people like you and me for extraordinary consequences See, because there's nothing that we have done to achieve the grace given to us. It's nothing that we have in our hands, but it's completely given by him. And his hand will be with us, and he will go with us. And that's why Jabez cried out for a greater touch of the Father. He cried out, let your hand be upon me. Because he realized that he could only do this with God's hand on his life. He could only do this with God's presence in his life. So when he cried for the hand of the Lord, this is a biblical term for God's power and presence in the lives of his people. We see this throughout the Old Testament. When uh, people cried out for a touch of God, he broke through in their lives. He provided freedom. He provided provision. And he was there every step of the way. We see in the book of Ezra, whenever there was breakthrough, in the book of Nehemiah, whenever there was breakthrough, it had this phrase, and the hand of the Lord was upon him. Because he observed and obeyed God's laws. Are you after God's heart this year? Are you after who God is for you? Do you want to know more of his character? Because I promise you, when you get to know more of who God is, you get to know his will. And when you walk in his will, you will prosper and you will bear fruit. Because when we get to know who God is for us, we don't need to fear. We don't need to worry. We don't need to look at our circumstances because we know that God is so much greater than our circumstances. See, Jabez cried out to God because he wanted his circumstances to change. He wanted a touch of God in his life and a touch of heaven to come down. See, Jabez knew that he couldn't do this without him. He knew that he wouldn't be a a head of the tribe Judah if he didn't have God in his life. And what does this scripture say? Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. And he was more honorable not in men's eyes, but in God's eyes. Because he continued to cry out to God. I don't believe that Jabez just prayed one prayer and then was done with it. I believe that every day Jabez cried out for his circumstances to change because he knew that God was faithful. He knew that God was generous and he knew that God was overflowing in love and grace. See, when we want favor in our life, we need to trust that God knows best. We need to trust that God is in control. Because he has been faithful through it all. He was faithful in Jabez's time when he freed the Israelites from slavery in Egypt. He was faithful to Abraham when he bore children. He is faithful in it all. But we need to trust that not only will we get the greatest touch from God, that he is the greatest father we have. And Jabez prayed this, And keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. See, in this, Jabez recognized evil in the world, no doubt because he had lived in so much pain and sorrow for his life. There will be evil, there will be pain, there will be hurt, there will be losses and all these things, but God is so much greater. It's not bad to recognize this evil, but we need where we go to, is important. Do we run towards God in these circumstances? Do we run towards our Father in heaven whose arms are outstretched waiting for us to come to Him? There will be things that go wrong in 2020. I can promise you this. There was for me in 2019, but I also saw God's provision in my life. I also saw God's grace break through. And I got married in 2019. So that's, yeah, there we go. God is the God of miracles. If that can happen, then anything can. But I saw God work in my life, and we had a massive minus on our budget for our wedding. So much so that, like, without a miracle, <laughs> my wedding wouldn't have happened. But I can tell you that I prayed, and I prayed every day, and my wife and I prayed every day for provision and for God to bless us. And there was many times when I lost hope and I lost faith in this, because I just realized, without him, I could not pull this thing off. And this is just something small, like a wedding. Love you, babe. Um, But this is just something so small. But God promises us that he is faithful and that he will provide for his children if we look to him. And by the end of it, we didn't need to um, pay one more cent. We didn't need to owe one more cent in debt because half of our wedding was paid for by the generosity of people in our community. And the reason why I tell of the story isn't to boast about others, isn't to boast about myself, but it's to boast about a great God in heaven. Because when we are in community, He uses people around us. When we seek Him, He uses people around us because He wants to provide and bless us as children of Him. See, when we seek Him and His face and His will for our life, He will be faithful. He is the greatest Father that we could ever have, dream, or imagine. See, Jabez knew this fact. So he cried out to the God of Israel. And this is so important, that one little phrase, because the God of Israel meant the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And this is the God who changed their names and changed their futures. Abraham was first Abram, and he could bear no children. And God came in, broken in through that story, and he was a father of many nations. Right? Jacob had no birthright, had no inheritance, but God changed that story and then he was a patriarch of faith. See, God breaks into our lives, and he rewrites your story so man. He breaks into your life, and no matter what you're facing right now, no matter what you're hoping for, I promise you that he has something much greater and much more glorious for your future. Because he can take a man like Jabez, who was just an ordinary man, was just an ordinary guy, from sorrow to blessing, from despair to hope, from slavery to freedom, because that is the God who we serve. So this 2020, can I ask us to be be a people who will cry out to God, to be a people who will seek his face and to seek his will in our lives, because I promise you that is the best thing you can do. If you want to take a risk this year, do that one thing. Continue to cry out to God. Continue to ask for His will and for His presence in your life in every moment. And I promise you, you will see His grace pour out in that time. Can I, can I ask us to stand to our feet and I want to pray for us. See, I kept it short and sweet this mo- morning because I believe that God wants us to just be still in his presence for a little bit. And this whole week, I, I've been feeling that God wants us to let go. To let go of, the, uh, of our goals, to let go of our abilities, to let go of things that we have dreamed of for this year and to put it in his hands. Because he wants his freedom, his grace, his love to overflow in your life. He wants you to be a son and daughter who will pursue him will pursue His will, and will pursue His hand over your life. So right now as we are, can we close our eyes? Father, thank You for Your hand on our lives. Thank You that You are good and glorious Father. Thank You that no matter what our circumstances may be, You have a much greater and better future. That You have a much greater and better future for each and every one of us. That your hand is upon us. That your grace is with us. That you go before us, Father. Thank you that you are the God of Jabez. The God who changes a man from sorrow to blessing. The God who is rewriting futures right now as we speak, Father. I pray that whoever wants to receive this, that they will receive the blessing that you bestow on them as a son and daughter of the Lord Most High. So right now, if you're trusting for something in 2020, if you're trusting for a circumstance to change, if you're trusting for a touch of heaven, will you lift your hands with me? I thank you, Father, that you see your sons and daughters. You see the desires in their heart, Lord. That you hear their cries. That you hear their cries, Father, and that you are present in their lives. That sometimes you may look like you are silent, sometimes it may look like you are far, but you are right there and everything is in the palm of your hands, Father. That you are in complete control. So right now, Father, we ask for a touch of you. We ask for a touch of you in this place, Lord. Whatever it may be, we ask for your grace to overflow in this place, Lord. For your spirit to overflow in this place, Lord. Because with your power comes your spirit. With your power comes your spirit, Lord. We thank you that you give us all these things. We thank you that we only need to cry out to you, to seek you, to pursue you. And we thank you that you are faithful, Father. We pray this in your mighty name.